lesson we're discussing was why does it say shavua twice? Why does uh, why does the sota have to swear twice? Why does she have to say amen twice? We talked about the situations where she would uh, she is allowed to uh, to drink twice, uh, cases where she's not allowed to drink twice, and then mahlukit between uh, the tanaim. And with that, we are starting Yutet Amud Aleph, eleven lines in by the new perik. We're starting the third perik of Masechet Sota. And the Mishnah starts after she swears. Her husband would take out the minhada flower from that Egyptian basket, that basket made of the scruff around the palm tree. And he would put it into a holy vessel, uh, one of the vessels over there that is in the Beta Mikdash. Once you put it in, it becomes holy. He gives it to her. And the Kohen puts his hand under hers, and they wave it. Now, before I, I uh, can continue, the Tosfot brings a Yerushalmi that we don't have to worry about uh, him uh, touching her and maybe there's a Hirur because it could be it was done with a hefsek, meaning it could be they put like a handkerchief to block his hand and her hand or maybe it was an elderly Kohen or maybe at that point there's no Yetzirah because that's the way it goes, that's the way the mitzvah is. Whatever, it's been discussed. This Tosfot is a huge one. It comes to the whole uh, touching sugya. Either way, Henif Vehigish, they would wave it and then the Kohen would bring it to the southwestern corner. Kamatz, then he would uh, put three fingers in it, like a fist of three fingers. And then he would put that on the Mizbeach. The rest is given to the Kohanim to eat. And the order is Hayamashka. He would give her the water to drink. Then give her the Minha. Rabbi Shimon argues, Rabbi Shimon Omer, First he would give her the Minha, then he would make her drink. After the Kamatz and everything, then he gives her the water. He'll admit that it's uh, Kashera. Rabbi Shimon will agree that it's still Kashera. Now the Gemara starts. Now, just uh, just for this line, you have to understand that it's uh, it's Amoraim. So it's Rebil Azar ben Pedat. Uh, he told Rabbi Oshia of his generation. Now, it can't be Rabbi Oshia the Tana. So rather, we have to explain that's Rabbi Oshia the Amora. So either way, Rabbi Azar told Rabbi Oshia, Don't sit down. Adam Farash the La Leha Meltan. Tell you explain to me the following thing. How do we know that the Minhav Sota needs to be waved? And Rabbi Oshia didn't understand Minalan. What are you talking about from where? Vehenif Ketiv, but says you have to wave. It's from the Torah. So Rabbi Azar said, No, Bibali Minalan. How do I know that the owner, meaning the the Sota herself, has to wave it? So Rabbi Oshia explained him. Atya Ayad Yadim Shlamim. It's Exrashava from Shlamim. And Next, we learned in the Mishnah, Henif Vehigish Kamatz, and then it says Hayamashkav Hagach Magrifin Hata. 
So first they would give the comets and then he would let her drink and then they would give the minhal. How's that possible? Ha'akrava. He already gave it. So what's going on over here? Meaning the the order looks messed up or something's going on here. So the Gemara explains. Ha'chikamar. This is what they're trying to say. Seder minachot ketzad. What is the order of the minachah? Henif. Wave. Vehigish. Bring it close to the minachah. Kamats. You do the kemitzah. Make the, the three... Three fingers of a fist, vehiktir, and then he gives it on the mizbeach v'ashar neichal kohanim, and then everything else is uh, given to the kohanim to eat. And the Tana in the beginning didn't uh, specify the order, and only later on when we came down to the actual order, they give uh, they give us the correct order. Now, when to give her to drink is a machloket. Rabbi Shimon v'Rabanan. First give her the drink, then give her the minha and the mizbeach. First give her the minha then give her the water. And then afterwards give her the uh, water to drink. Now, we learned in the Mishnah that even Rabbi Shimon agrees that if he gave her the water and then the minha, it's kasher, it works. And the Gemara brings the Braita to explain where Rabbi Shimon learned that the drinking of the Sota has to be done after the, the Minha. See, it says in the parasha um, three times the, that she has to drink. The first time is after your race, you have to drink. The second time, it says after she gave the minha, she has to drink. And then again, at the end, it says you have to drink the water. So three times. So Tanura Banan Vihishka, the first time it says it, the coin, it gives it to her to drink. What's the Vihishka. It says after the minha is given, he, he gives her the water. It says at the end, he gives her the uh, water. It says Vihishka twice. Why twice? Ah, so it's coming to tell us, if the if the if it was erased, and she's saying I don't want to drink, and she's still not admitting that uh, she's a zona or not. So at that point, we open her mouth by force and we make her drink it, whether she likes it or not. It says afterwards he's going to give her water to drink. But he already said in the third pasuk, let her give her to drink. Rather, he gives her the drink at the end, after everything we did before. Magid, what are you telling us? Three things are a must. You don't give her the water until. You got to give the comets. The entire Megillah has to be erased. And she also has to accept upon herself to swear and then give her the water. Now, let's let's do that. Let's go over that first thing. Until the comets has to be given and only that's step one. He goes according to Shita de Amar. Because he said, First you give her the minha, then you give her the, the water. Next, the megillah has to be erased. Now, the question is, what's he giving to her? If it hasn't been erased, then what are you giving her to drink? Just a cup of water? So, we're talking about where they erased it, but they didn't do a good job erasing. You could still t- tell the letters 
on the on the parchment so the guy didn't do a good job erasing so at that point it's it, it's not good enough meaning the, the the mixture of the water and the writing isn't good enough and he has to do it again he has to continue erasing until you can't tell anything on the parchment and the number three she has to accept upon herself the swear and is that when we're asking it sounds like before she even swore you're allowed to technically write the megillah Rabbah said, the Megillah that was written before she accepted upon herself the swear, she didn't do anything. And the Gemara answers, meaning, you're right, you don't write the Megillah until after she accepts the swear. And the only reason he, he, he said it like that, is just a, is just a side note. I mean, there's no real reason to say that because writing the Megillah before swear doesn't work. Next, we saw Mahloket in the Mishnah between Rabbanan and Rabbi Shimon. What's the order uh, of uh, giving the, the water to the Sota? According to Rabbanan, first you give her the water, then you give the Minha. According to Rabbi Shimon, you first, you give her the, you first you give the Minha, then you give her the water. What's their Mahloket? What's the foundation of their Mahloket? And the Gemara explains there's three times in Torah where it says the word that you have to make a drink. Number one, is number two. And then at the end, again, it says So Rabbanan Rabbanan hold the first one before giving the minhaz legufo to teach us that you have to give her the water to drink that you first you give her the water and then you give her korban now the second one the one is coming to me that you the 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 writing has to be totally erased, nothing left on. And then the third one, the last if the Megillah was erased, and she said, I'm not drinking, and she still doesn't want to admit. And, and then we force open her mouth, and we make her drink whether she likes it or not. Now, all this is Rabbanan's shita. The Rabbi Shimon Savar, he held, remember, he held that the last thing she does is drink. So he learned, he starts off with Ve'ahareshke, that's the second Pasuk, Legufot. Come tell me Shemakrivit min hata ve'ahar kachamashke'ah. First you, you give them in ha, then you give her the water. Ve'hishka kama, the first Ve'hishka is coming tell me Shemishka ve'hakakrivit min hata kesha, that if you give her the water first and then the min ha, it, it's okay. Yeah, that works. That if they erase the Megillah, she said, I'm not drinking. That we're going to force open her mouth and make her drink it whether she likes it or not. Why are they not Torish from the like Rabbi Shimon? Because to them, then the first Vehishka is coming to talk about a Bidiavad case. And the Torah is not going to start off by a B'di'avad case. B'di'avad case is second. We don't start off with a B'di'avad case. Now, the Gemara wants to get into Rabbi Akiva. V'savar Rabbi Akiva mashkin ota be'al korcha. Does Rabbi Akiva really hold that you can force her to drink? V'hatanya Rabbi Yehuda Omer 
kelabus shel barzel matilin letoch bia. It says Rabbi Yehuda says they put uh, these metal teeth into her mouth, meaning they force it open. And if the Megillah was erased and she said, I'm not drinking. We force her mouth open with these metal teeth and make her drink uh, whether she likes it or not. And Rabbi Akiva is the one who said, listen, all we have to do is just check her. And boom, we have, she's checked already. That's it. The fact that she's not drinking, she's admitting that she's Tameh. Rather, it all depends if the comets was given or not. If if it was given, then she cannot go back. She cannot go back on her word. She has to drink. If it has not been given yet, she could go back. Now, bottom line is, you see over here that Abiyakiva is the one who says you can't force her to drink. It goes against what we originally learned in the Breita. So now, the Gemara says, but according to what you're saying, then it itself is a problem. Because you have the same problem. Rabbi Akiva is saying once the comments was given, she can't go back. But she's already checked right there. The fact that she's not the drinking shows, shows that she's admitting that she's Tameh. So God explains it. That is not a question. Because it all depends why she's going back on her drinking. Meaning, if you see the, the, the girl is shaking and she's scared, that's not an admission. That just means she's scared, right? But if you see, but if you see she's just brazenly saying, no, I'm not drinking, then that shows you that could be that she's admitting that she was mezana. This is what Rabbi Akiva was trying to say. If she's brazenly saying you know, and she's not scared, she doesn't have to drink at all. You can say with this type of girl that the fact that she was saying, I'm going to drink in the beginning, she was never really planning to drink. She was just uh, thinking that maybe that when, the, that, uh, when she says no, they'll listen to her. Meaning she was trying to play mind games with her husband. And let me, I don't believe you're going to do this. And by the time uh, it came over here, um, okay, that's the biggest admission. If she's not drinking. However, if you see that the, the, the lady is shaking, that's the proof that, you know, she was, she really was Tahor. And now she's scared for her life. And, and, and she's really Tahor. And therefore... Before the comments was given, the Megillah wasn't erased. The Megillah was erased before the comments was given. Maybe the Kohanim did it the wrong way. She could go back and, and we don't have to make her drink. Once the comments was given, that the Kohanim did it correctly, they arrested at the proper time. She can't go back. Now, going back to our question, we have a problem on Rabbi Akiva because Hatam in the Braita that we said in the last Amud, that the racing is, is what makes it or breaks it, that's the point where she can return or not. Meaning she can say, uh, you know, give me the divorce. I'm not too bad. Just let me uh, get out of here. Vehacha Amar Komets Me'akev. And over here he said that only after the Komets was given, that uh, that's the point where, of no return. 
you have to say, you have no choice but to say, Tana e you have two Tanaim, uh, I guess they both understood something or they both heard something else from Rabbi Akiva, or they don't, under, or and there's a machloka of what Rabbi Akiva really holds. And we'll stop right here, Baruch Hashem Le'olam, Amen, Ve'Amen.